Bokatov, today's daf is daf Lamed Beis in Babakama, as we learned for Achenu Chobes Yisrael and Surah Batzar Bashivya. We're holding at the uh, second Mishnah on that page, two thirds of the way down on the page. Shnaim Shayochum two people walking Shisrabim towards one another. Echad Ratz Bechad Mahal, if one is running, that would be called careless, carelessly, and one is walking. He was walking, and of course, they, they ran into each other by mistake. Uh, or if they were both running. Now, both running sounds like they're both careless. And they and they hurt one another. They damage one another. They're both putter because there is equal there is equal carelessness here on their part. Now, the Mepharshim point out that we're not speaking about a case where um, uh, they intentionally did damage to one another. If they intentionally did damage to one another, then each have to pay for whatever damages they did. So that's if they intentionally did damage. But our Mishnah says that the two people were either uh, walking, uh, running towards one another, or the first cases were one is running and one is walking. In both cases, since they didn't intend to do damage, um, they're both potter. Now, uh, then part of them doing damage to one another. We'll see the Gemara is going to explain which, what are we speaking about here? Masnis and Tolokisimi, it says the Gemara, our mission does not come out like Isi Ben Yudah. The time Isi Ben Yudah, what are you talking about? If one guy is running and one guy's walking, walking is normal in Shasarabim. Running is not, it's not considered normal. It's not what you do in Shasarabim. It's a dangerous place. There's a lot of people over there. You could hurt somebody. So he says if one person is running and the other person is walking, the one who did the running, he was the one who caused the accident when they ran into another, and he's chayef to pay. But himself, who says, Isi says, that if one is running and one is walking, the one who's running is the one who's doing what's uh, unusual, and therefore he should pay. But, he, but on Arab Shabbos, Ben Shmash is when everybody has to get ready for Shabbos and they, they, they need their last-minute preparations and they're running to either buy something or get home to light candles or whatever it was, then you have the Rishus, the Rishus of, of the Torah to prepare for Shabbos, and therefore uh, it's okay. So first we said the Mishnah doesn't come out like Yisim Ben Yehuda, because our Mishnah says that even if one's running and one's walking, they're both potter. Yisim Ben Yehuda says no. If the one is walking, one is walking, one is running, the one who's running is the one who's unusual, and he caused the problem. Rabbi Yochan says the eat lalochas like Yisib ben Yudah. Says the Gemara, Mir Rabbi Yochan, did Rabbi Yochan really say lalochas like Yisib ben Yudah? Rabbi Yochan, Yochan said lalochas star Mishnah, like the author, the uh, the lalochas always like the authorless Mishnah, like the anonymous Mishnah, which is what our Mishnah is. But it's not echad rabbi echad malach. Osha yishneim rotsim. Even if one was running and one was walking, or if certainly they both were running, they're potter. So the Gemara's answer is: So how could how could Rabbi Yochan say lalochas like Yisib ben Yudah when he also says the lalochas like our Mishnah? The answer is the lalochas like both. Because it's not like the Gemara wanted to say at the beginning, the mission doesn't go like Yisim and Yudah. Masisim be'erav Shabbos banish Mashas. Our mission is speaking about Arab Shabbos banish Mashas when one is allowed to run. So therefore, even if one is running and one is walking, the one who is running is not at fault because he's allowed to get ready for Shabbos. And therefore, he's not at fault in the Balpatr. How do we know that our mission is speaking about Arab Shabbos banish Mashas? After all, the mission doesn't say that. The mission just says if one was walking, one was running, or if they were both running. Why do we know that the first case of One's walking, one's walking on Arab Shabbos. Me, my Midik Tani, the Mishnah says, Oh, show you Shneim Ratzin. It says, if they were, uh, if they were, uh, one was walking, one was walking, or if they were both running to him. Hasulamli, 
Why do you have to tell me if they were both running the, the potter? If one is doing the unusual by running while the other one's walking, still you say that the one who ran and maybe caused the accident more than the other one is potter. So certainly if they're both running and they ran into each other by accident, certainly they would be potter. Why do you have to tell me that second case? This is what he, the mission means to say. Potter, when one is running and one is walking and they ran into each other, they're both potter. When the one who's running has permission to run. During the weekdays, and that's what Isi Ben says. But if they're both running, they're both equally at fault. Also, Potter. So therefore, the Mishnah, you don't have to say our Mishnah is not like Isi Ben Yudah. Isi Ben Yudah says, Yes, during the weekdays. Our Mishnah is speaking about Arab Shabbos. So two lines from the bottom of the page on the mouth. Which On Erev Shabbos, what Rishus is there? Let's go and greet the Kala Malkasa of Shabbos, the, the bride, the, the bride who's the queen of Shabbos. Some say that it's not Likras Kala Malkasa, but it's Shabbos Kala Malkasa. That's what we say when we say Boi Chala, right? We say that in Kabbalah Shabbos. Go out to greet him. In other words, you're going to greet the Shabbos by preparing for Shabbos or welcoming in the Shabbos and everything that you do. So therefore, <clears throat> therefore, um, uh, we say that uh, if, if we, we come out that during the weekdays, the one who's running is the one who's unusual. Therefore, he caused the accident and he's responsible to pay and the other one's not. But uh, on Arab Shabbos, everybody's mutter because he have to go out, out to greet Shabbos. Rav Yanai says, he would wrap himself up Stand, like we say on Kabbalah Shabbos. And the idea here is, is that Unfortunately, talk about the fact that the, the earlier rabbis didn't just turn around uh, during Kabbalah Shabbos to say, uh, that they would actually go out in the field, like go out to greet, like the Shabbos is coming in. They would go out to make the demonstration that they're greeting the Shabbos. So that's halacha, that, there's, that, that, that when it's Arab Shabbos, even if one is running, the other is not. They're both putts are because it's considered usual to run on Arab shops. Where are these, uh, I don't know, what you call them. I mean, it's not, it's not Torah. It's not Tanakh. The Bovenetze Midrash Kala. No, he says, he's telling you what Rav Hanina said. Rav Hanina said, Bovenetze Midrash Kala Malkasa. Since the the queen is coming in. like. As far as far, yeah, 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 yeah. As far it could be the riser too. That doesn't mean as far as far as also as far could also be the riser, but it's not necessarily the riser. It just means to say it's the proper respect. It's proper respect for Shabbos. Shabbos. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you ever drive, see these crazy, you know, you're driving very, very fast. Yeah, I mean, are they allowed to do that? Huh? Yeah, yeah. So you'll get a ticket anyway. You know, you get a ticket anyway. They'll give you a ticket. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean to see to be it doesn't mean to say that you can be reckless, which is what driving fast is. It's reckless, you can cause an accident. But it means to say that a little bit, you know, running in the street a little bit, you're running through each other. This is not so bad. Amavai says the Mishnah. A man is chopping wood in Rishusarabim. Now, Shisharam is not a place where you should be chopping wood. You should do it in your barn or in your uh, woodshed or wherever, whatever you have. That's not, that's improper. But in Bekeh what happened was some chips flew off from your chopping and flew and hurt somebody in Rishusayachid. Or Bekeh or you were doing it in your private property. 
but it was uh, it was uh, uh, right next to right. You was you were uh, butting on on the Rishusarabim, and some of the chips flew and hurt somebody Rishusarabim. In all these cases, we'll see the or Rishusiyach Let's say you were in your Rishusiyach, but it did damage in somebody else's Rishusiyach, your neighbor. In all these cases, that is uh, considered negligence on your part, and you're chayiv to pay. Why do we have to tell me all three cases? He explains. Do you know why if you were chopping in your own yard, but you, the chips flew into a shusharabim? There's a lot of people there. Your, your, your uh, field or your uh, uh, yard is uh, adjoins the shusharabim. You should know that if chips are going to fly there, it's a good chance they're going to hit somebody. So there you could say that there you're a poshea. You're negligent. Okay. Um, if you're in Rishus Rabbim to Rishus Yachid, there's not there's not a lot of people in, in the Rishus Yachid. So you might think, yes, if I'm Rishus Rabbim and I damage somebody in Rishus Rabbim, there's a lot of people. But if I damage some Rishus Yachid, how was I to know that that person was going to be there at that point? I might think, you are. The reason why you're chayiv from Rishus Rabbim, if you're standing Rishus Rabbim. And you're chopping wood there, which you have no permission to do. You're chayiv if you hit some rishus yachid, even though there's not so many people there in rishus yachid, but you had no permission to chop wood in rishus rabim. I'm rishus yachid, rishus rabim, but rishus yachid, rishus rabim, with the rishus of it. I'm doing it in my own yard. I was I was chopping wood in my own yard. I might think if I damage some ships, have to fly somewhere else. That's an accident. I'm not responsible. I'm below. Kamash that in all these cases, you're considered negligent. And even if it's not negligence per se. All right, you're high because you did the damage. The eton, it's not considered a total accident. Even an accident, you can say onus rachmana patra when it comes to the zikin, but not when it comes to most of the uh, most of the damage, as we'll see, um, that um, uh, you, you don't have to pay for boshes. We said, remember, of the five things, you don't pay for boshes unless you did it intentionally. But he says, where you're high, presumably you're high for Nezik Ripuy, and Sheves. The eton, these two things, the reason why I'm chayiv if I chopped in Shusiyachid and I damaged some Shusiyachid because I should have anticipated there were a lot of people walking there. And if I chop wood in Shusiyachid, I had no permission to chop wood there. So I'm chayiv even if I hit somebody in Shusiyachid. If I'm in my property and I chopped wood and I hit somebody in a neighbor's property, where number one, there's not a lot of people in the neighbor's property, and I did it for sure, I'm allowed to, I, I'm allowed to um, chop wood in my own yard, I have permission to do that, I might think, I might think you're not and you're still because and the damage you've done, you hurt somebody, <laughs> even if it was what you call an accident, it's your chayef for nesek ripui and shevets. You walked into a Carpenter's carpentry shop, shalobushus without permission. You had no permission to come in there. The nitza, in other words, it wasn't a place where they had kabbalat kahal. We'd say, you know, it wasn't a place where everybody was welcome in. You walked into a carpentry shop. You didn't have your goggles on and your, you know, the equipment that they have. The nitza bikas and a, um, a, a a piece of wood flew. The tafchal and struck the guy in the face. Umais potter, the owner, the nagar, the carpenter does not have to pay. That's what it sounds like, potter. Sounds like he doesn't have to pay. Rashi says Potter here means Potomigolus, even though he killed the guy, right? He this is similar to the case of the axe flying that the Torah tells you have to go into Golis. You went into a, a into a, a, a forest and and you were chopping wood, and the uh, the metal part of the axe 
um, flew off the handle and uh, killed somebody. You have to go into Golis. Here he says you're putter from Golis. Okay, why are you putter from Golis? Because over here you went in Shlobershus, right? You have no permission to go in there. Okay, but maybe the carpenter still saw him, so maybe he's somewhat responsible. So the Gemara says you're putter from Golis. Let's say the carpenter says, come on in. Come on in, you're invited in. Then he's Chayev. My Chayev, what is he Chayev? I'm Rabbi Yosef Rokhanina. Rabbi Yosef Rokhanina says, clearly these words, Chayev dal varma patam Golis. You're Chayev for the four things, which is Nezek, depreciation, what a person's worth less, Tsar, his pain, Ripoy, doctor bills, Shevas, time off from work. There's no Boshes because he didn't do it on purpose. Boshes is only if you, if you intentionally hurt somebody. Here he didn't do it intentionally, but uh, it's also... Um, you know, it, it wasn't intentional, but it was, uh, he's responsible. He should have been more careful. So here, so Rabbi according to this, is going on the Seder. He says, if he went into the carpentry shop with permission, grant permission, and the carpenter, while chopping wood, hurt the guy. I mean, if he killed him, he's dead, right? So um, he's putz from Golis if he killed him, but if he didn't kill him, He's chayvan at dal varm. That's Rabbi Yosef Bechelina says chayvan varm pot migolus. So when we say chayev, it means again the ratio. It says potter pot from golus. In nichlas brishus chayev. So Rabbi Yosef Bechelina says he's chayvan dal varm, but he's potter still from golus. He's sheim domal yar. It's not like the case of a forest. The case of the forest that the Torah speaks about yar is elvishus and nichlas elvishus notes. In a forest, each one went into his own rishus. Everybody, the forest is public property. Everybody's allowed to go in there. Uh, but over here, in this case, Zelushus Chaveronis is here. He went into his Chavero. So what? So then he's Potter from Golis. Your Chaivan Golis when you're allowed to go into the forest. Everybody's allowed to go in. Now, right, now he went into somebody else's Rishus, and therefore what? That's why he's no Golis. Amarabba, Kavachomer, I understand. Umayar, Zeldatas, Yeah, yeah, they both have Rishus. In, all the, in both cases, they all have Rishus to go in, but look at the Kavachomer. In the case of a forest, each one went in without the other one's knowledge, right? The victim went in in one side of the forest. The perpetrator went in on the other side of the forest. They each went in without letting the other one know. It's as if he went in, and yet we say that the perpetrator is chayev for killing the uh, the victim, even though it was inadvertent. Because as if he went in, you know, with the, with the perpetrator's knowledge. I know you're there, and I have to kill you. He didn't really know. But if he, he it's, it's as if he knew because we hold him responsible. The goal and he goes into Golis. So Zeshel das Nichnas here, where he definitely went in with the permission of the carpenter. We said if he went in with permission, right? So das Nichnas, he knows the other guy knows he's there. In other words, forget about permission. In both cases they had permission, but over here in the case of the Yar, each one didn't know that the other one was there. He went in, he didn't know that the other guy was there. And still, you say that the perpetrator has to go into Golis. It's as if he knew that he was there. It's as if he knew, even though he didn't really know the other guy was there. And over here, where the carpenter knew that the guy came in, he gave him permission to come in. So at least you go into Gullus. my putter putter me Gullus. He's putter goes to Los Gullus. Gullus is really a, it's a punishment, but it's also a leniency, right? It's a, it, it's a protection for him. He says, it's not going to for Gullus, right? Because this is behind the time of so he says he says he's patum galus mishum dahavale shogeg karov lemezid. In other words, when he says you have to pay dalvam your patum galus, it's not we're not giving you a break that you're patum galus. This is what we call shogeg karov lemezid. It's it's an inadvertence which is very close to willful 
uh, carelessness. That's what he translates. Willful carelessness. Oh, show, show me compromise. If you look back on Dr. Aleph, we said over there that uh, the last Rashi on the page, Aleph said that you're only chayiv the arbedvarim nezek and arbedvarim the lemachayiv arbedvarim ela omezid o karov lemezid. This is what we call karov lemezid. Showgate is where it was totally inadvertent. I didn't know the other. I went into the forest. I was shopping. Where I know there's another guy there. I didn't even know. You have to go into Gaulus. Over here, you knew the guy was there. He came in with your permission. Of course, you didn't intentionally kill him, but it's what we call Shogate Karvel Mesa. Therefore, you're not entitled to go into Gaulus. You pay the Dalit Barm. That's what Chatton Rebels of Hanina. Now, you're saying just because it's Shogate Karvel Mesa, you don't go into Gaulus? Masab Rava, second of the wide lines in the Gemara, host of Ritzuachas. Pardon? No, no, no. If he the, if he got wounded, he pays the Dal Varm. If he killed him, he goes, he he he's potter from Golas. That's what he said. If he wounded him in the case where he allowed him to come in, the first case where he came in without the guy's knowledge, in other words, without permission. He didn't have permission, but he knew he was there, but he came without permission. He doesn't have to go into Golas. Then <coughs> if he came with permission, he's Chayev. Chayev what? So Gilsmukhina says he's Chayev and Al Varam. But it's so close to Mazid, it's a Shogit Karvel Mazid that he's not entitled to go into Golas. So in both cases, he puts from Golas if the guy's dead. If he's alive, he pays the Dal Bar. And, and now, Masav Rava, let's say a person, uh, you have a uh, uh, the um, uh, person's Chayev in Malchus, and the Bezdin, there's a Bezdin which gives him the Malchus, and you have the whipper. I don't know what the good word is for the whipper. The guy is whipping him. Let's say he gave him one extra whip. In other words, remember, there's 39, 39 lashes, but it has to be a number that's divisible by three, meaning the doctors first assess whether he's capable of getting all 39. Let's say he's not capable of getting all 39. He's capable of only getting, let's say, 12 or whatever it is. Um, that's what he gives him. Let's say he added one more by mistake, the whipper. What do you mean? You made a mistake in the count, <laughs> you know, he turned the electricity up too much. You know, what do you, what do you mean? That's also Shogun, that's not inadvertent. You should have been more careful. You should realize the guy can take 12 and you gave him 13. He might die with that. The doctor said 12, no more. And you gave him 13 or whatever the number was. You said 21 and you gave him 22. So, and he, and he died should have figured out that uh, he might die with that. So that's also a Tanya Reza Golis. So you see, going to Golis, even where it's Shogi Karv Lamezid. So it's a Kashmir of Yosef Khanino who says when it's Shogi Karv Lamezid, you don't go into Golis. Amar Avshimi Minardah, the Toibi Minyana. He made a mistake in the number. He gave him an extra one. He didn't do it on purpose. He gave him, he made a mistake in the number. So Tafakhli Rava, Bissandhli Rava, you know, knocked, he tapped Ravshimi on his uh, shoe, like, uh, hello, come here. Amar He's not the one who counts. The whipper isn't the one. You're talking about the whipper. The whipper isn't the one who counts. But time to learn, there's three Dayanim there. The Goddess of Mayan and Korah, the, of the three judges who were there, the elder reads the Psukim. It says over there, you read the Psukim, it says, Hifla Hashem is Makostra. He like reads the Bible while uh, while uh, give, while they give him the, uh, the lashes. Vashani Mona, the second guy gives the count. He's the counter. Vashlishi Omer, and the third guy tells the Whipper, he calls, strike him. So that's that's what happened. The Tadina Gufe. What happened over here was that the uh, the judge himself made a mistake. In other words, the judge who was counting made the mistake, not the whipper. So the whipper was certainly not Shogi Karvel It wasn't like 
he should have been more careful. The other guy, the guy who whipped him, it was totally Shogek. He was just following the instructions. Therefore, it's not Shogek Carbon Mesa, and therefore he does go into Golas. Mesa and Elikashazorikasa You threw a rock into Rushasarab. That's not a safe thing to do. There's people walking there, right? And he killed some Areza Goli, going to Golas. No. This is also a case of inadvertence, which uh, borders on willful negligence, willful carelessness. It's almost like like Mazid. And uh, the boy Lasukidaiji should have realized, should have thought that was just rubbish. A lot of people over there, and you should have known that you could have killed somebody. That's Shogakov Mazid. The Victani Reza going still you go into goals, even though that's really uh, willful. Amrav Shmuel by Yitzchak. No, Besosos goes. Not speaking about you're just throwing rocks into Shusharab. He was knocking down his wall. He was knocking down a wall that was that needed to be repaired, needed to be replaced. And as he was knocking down, they were throwing the rocks in there. Say, so Boyla Leunay, Silly should have looked, should have been more careful, should have looked where the rocks are going. But so he was doing it at night. So Balai Lanami Boyla even if he couldn't see that well, didn't have lights, he should have been more careful. What happens if you're knocking down the wall at night? Should have been more careful. But so it's called Sabiyom Lashman. And the answer is right. You're right. He was doing it during the day, but he was doing it, knocking the rocks into a, a, a garbage dump. A garbage jump. He was doing it over there. So the Gemara and therefore it's considered inadvertence. So the high ash bechi dump. In other words, he wasn't just stomping throwing rocks from Shisram. He's knocking down a wall and putting, throwing it in the garbage dump. The high ash bechi dump. What's the case with this garbage dump? If a lot of people use it, they use they they use it as a uh, latrine. Mezuru. If you know there's people there and you're throwing rocks, you're knocking other rocks and throwing there. But people use it, then you're certainly it's considered willful. And if there's not a lot of people, there also it's an accident. I didn't know that everybody's going to go into the garbage dump there. So how do you say over here that it's inadvertence and he goes into Golas? People usually use it as a latrine at night. People don't use it during the latrine during the day. It's too obvious. They don't stand there in front of everybody. They use it only at night. Right? And some people do, you know, once in a while somebody does use it as a latrine during the day. Mesa, like, and he, he's knocking it down the wall and knocking the wall, knock, you know, throwing the rocks into that place. But people don't use it. They only use it at night for a latrine, uh, not during the day. But there is somebody who might. Mesa Lohavi, he's not certainly willful. It's not usually used to, to relieve oneself during the day. But it's not an accident either. Some people do come in, and therefore it's considered shogay. And therefore he goes into gold. So again, we're, we're, we're maintaining the idea of Yosef Khanina that Shogun Karvala Mezid is not entitled to go into Gullus. And, and, and therefore, when the carpenter said, yeah, come on in, come on in, and then a piece of wood chopped, uh, a piece of while well, he, well, he was chopping wood or cutting the wood, a piece flew into the guy and killed him, uh, he's, he doesn't go into Gullus. And as he's not entitled to go, you know, it's all entitled, like you say, to the relief of Gullus and the protection of Gullus, he's not entitled to that. Papa Mishmei the Rabba, he learned that Rabbi Yosef Chenina's rule, Rabbi Yosef Chenina says, is on the first case where he came in, the first case we started with at the two dots, he came in without permission, and a piece of uh, wood uh, flew into him, upon him and struck him on his face, and he died, Potter. And on that, Rabbi says, if he didn't die, there he said, like Rashi said before, at the top of the page, the fourth line in Rashi, also says, that's what he meant to say, that not, he's not going on the Chayev, the second part where he came in with permission, but on the part where he came without permission. Even though he came without permission, but he saw him, 
and therefore the sum responsibility is considered poshea, and he has to pay dalodvarim. See, if it's a total accident, you could say that, you know, it's not chayev. But if it's a, uh, Rashi said in the in the first case, even where um, Rashi there said, when in the first, in the half minute, we, we spoke before, uh, that you came in, there's no, there's no carelessness whatsoever. There's no negligence at all uh, when he, if he came without permission. In other words, your Chayev Nezek, which is the first of the, of the Dal Dvarim, even if it was an accident, but he says you're not, but here it wasn't a total accident because he knew he came in. Yes, he came without permission, but he knew he came in. So before we just said Potter from Gullus. What, what are you, what are you Chayev on? Well, we don't really know. Uh, the Gemara didn't really tell us what, what he's Chayev on. He just said Potter. Here, according to Papa, he's saying in the name of Rava, the Rabbi Yosef Kanina was explaining the first case when we said the mission just the Bryce just said you're potter. Just says you're potter from Gullus, but you're chayev in Arbitvarim because there is some negligence there, even though the person came in without permission, but you knew he was there. Guy came into your house while you were sawing or doing some heavy work, came in without permission, but you knew he was there. Therefore, it's considered pshia, and you have to pay dalodvarim. Well, potter me Gullus, you don't have to pay Gullus because um, it's again it wasn't uh, willful. So man the Now the one who learned it on the safer where he came in with permission, that he says where they Koshkan If you're potter from Golos, even on the safer we came in with permission, we with permission because there it's it's Shogate Korov Lamezid. Certainly in the Resha, you're potter from Golos. If you're potter from Golos in the first, in the second case where he came with permission, he's certainly potter from Golos in the first case where he came without permission because. In both cases, he knew he was there. But if he, it's even, you could argue, could argue it both ways. Because if on the, the fact that goals is a protection, so you might say there, you're maybe in the safe of your potter because you know it's not going to be protection because he came with permission. The first case came without permission. But the idea basically is, is that there's less responsibility when he came without permission, and therefore your potter goes in the first case. So man muscle ratio. But if you say in the ratio where he came without permission, your potter goes of a safe but in the safe where he came, keeping the Rishus, keeping Rishus, since he came in with Rishus, Chayev Golos, he's Chayev Golos. Why? Because that's already Shogay Karov, uh, that's already not Shogay Karov Lamezid, but he's Chayev Golos because that's considered, uh, more, he's more more, more, uh, more responsible. Again, here we're looking at it the other way around. We said before, saying Shogay Karov Lamezid is Potter, that's when you learn what's going on in the safe. But now we're looking at it from a different angle. We're saying, well, if he came with permission, he's more responsible. It's more of a pshia, and therefore you go into gullus. Again, it's it's very you know is it comparable to the case of the forest in the in the Torah? According to Yosef Chanina, in the first way that was going in the seifa, it's more you're doing more. You're more responsible. Therefore, gullus doesn't give you the protection. According to this, we're saying now that gullus your chayev as a, as a as a punishment because you knew he was you you came in with your permission. In both cases, he knew. He went into a smith's, uh, whatever whatever you call that, a smith's uh, uh, factory or uh, his uh, his uh, smithy, whatever. Uh, he went into a place where there was a smith, and a spark flew out. He was, you know, hitting with the uh, with his with his hammer on the metal, and a spark flew off a tough flew upon him and struck him in the face. And he putter. He's putter. Even if you came with Rishus, you're Potter. So what do you see? Even if you came in with permission, with permission, how can you say that you came in, according to what we're saying now, if you learned 
uh, that that between was saying you're putting gallows where only in the first case where you came in without permission, but in the safe where you came in with permission, then you're high of gallows. According to this, that's what that's what Rapapu is learning. If you learn it's going on the Rasha, then it's saying you're high of gallows. So why are you high of gallows? Here we have a case where you went into a uh, to a smithy, and what happened there? You got the guy got uh, uh, got killed, even if he came in with permission. It says even if you permission your pots from Gaulus, it's considered too much of an accident. So no. Over there, it's speaking where, where the reason he's pots from Gaulus is because it was the apprentice of the Smith himself. So surely not to make like, what do you mean? Are you supposed to he's, so what? If the Smith killed him, what's the difference if if he was an apprentice or not? Just because he's an apprentice, he's allowed to be killed, and and the the uh, the Smith does not have to go into Gaulus. Speaking like this, the uh, the smith, you know, he's training an apprentice and he had enough for the day. He said, get out, go home. He's urging him to leave. He doesn't leave. And then he got he got hit by the uh, spark and he died. The, the master doesn't have to go into Gaulus. The smith doesn't go. Just because he's urging him to go out. He didn't go out. He, he, he should have known he's there. So if he knew he was there, it's like he should go into Gaulus. Should have realized that there could be somebody there. Even in the case of the forest and the Torah, you know, you should have been more careful, right? Why do you go into Gaulus? It wasn't a total accident. It's considered inadvertent, but you should have anticipated there's some responsibility. You should have anticipated somebody could have been there. Well, here, didn't he know he was there? Sabra Yatsa. Oh, here's speaking where the smith thought that he left. Now, this is a very specific case. He's potter because he killed his apprentice by accident after urging him to leave, and he thought he left. So, what's an apprentice or not? If the smith told the guy in the store, in his in his place of work, get out, get out, get out, and what happened? Um, and he didn't go out, and he didn't go out. So, and and then he got killed. So you say he's probably doesn't the, the man Smith doesn't think all. So what's him as if it's a if it's an apprentice to somebody else? says Somebody, the other guy. If it would be somebody else, like a customer, he's not afraid of him. So he told him to get out. He says, no, I'll wait. I'll wait. I want to talk to you. So there, there we say that would have been, uh, he would have gone into Gaulus there because he should have realized that maybe he didn't leave. Oh, oh it's like, I'm sorry, But over here, in this case, where it's the apprentice, the, the smith assumed that since the apprentice was working for him and he told him to leave, that he had left already. That's what we're talking about here. Right? He thought, I, I skipped the, those words before in the last line. The, the the Smith thought that the apprentice, after he told him get out, left. Thought he punched the clock and left out and, and left the place. Somebody else could also be the same thing. I told somebody to leave. I thought he left. Why is he responsible to go into goals? It's Mashmah that only the apprentice, only for killing the apprentice, he wouldn't have to go into goals, but for somebody else, he would. What's the difference? Somebody else is not afraid of the Smith. He's like a customer. So yeah, I'm not leaving. So he didn't leave. You should have realized that he's not going to leave. Hi, Islam said Rabbi. But over here, if the if the Smith told the apprentice to leave, he thought he left because he didn't want to lose his job, and uh, so he thought he left, and therefore he's part of Gaulus. But otherwise, we would say that if it wouldn't be for that, we would say you're high of Gaulus. If he came in with permission, you're high of Gaulus. Rabbi Zidnish made a rubber masla So we had a machlokus in our Gemara here on the days. Was Rabbi Yosi Barchanina? Was he going on? The first case where he, where you came into the carpentry shop without permission, or the second case where he's coming with permission. learns on a different case entirely. The pasuk says that you were you know you, when you go into Gaulus, you were you, you you were chopping with an axe 
and the ex flew off and the ex flew off the handle. Umatza and found somebody who was also in the forest of their found atzmo. In other words, the person, the, the case in the Torah speaking about there was a man, another man standing in the forest. Your uh, your ex flew off and hit the guy in the head and killed him. Okay, that this it says matzah, it found that guy as opposed to a person who went in into the direction of the of the um, of the axe. Nikan what do we mean here? I, uh, a man, Reuben threw a rock and it was going in that direction. It wasn't going to hit anybody. Shimon stuck his head out of the window and it hit him in the head. Had Shimon not stuck his head out, he wouldn't have been killed. So he says, Matzah mean if the, the rock or the uh, the garrison, the axe, whatever it was, or the bullet was shoot, going over there, wouldn't have hurt him. But he stuck his head into it and he, he got it in his head, you're putzer, because the case of, of, of Golis is where the inadvertence is. I should realize there's somebody there. Now I threw it and it hit him. But he the, here, he sort of walked into it himself. You're putzer in that case. You're putzer from Golis, as we said. That's that's more of an accident, but still you still because it's still considered somewhat negligent. So the one who learns it on this case, certainly if you say over here, even where the person stuck his head into the direction of the bullet, the axe, the uh, the stone, whatever it was, you're still there, it's considered somewhat negligent. So certainly in the first case where you walked into the store, into the carpentry shop or the smith or whatever, the guy knew you were there, whether you came with permission or without permission, you certainly have there. But if you learn it on the first case, store, so he's chayv over there. But if you learn in the first case, there he knew. But if you learn it on, if you learn this, is going on on those cases where you walked into the carpentry shop, whether with permission or without permission. However, you learn it, you went bash, but the carpenter knew the guy was there. So there you say you chayv and But in this case, where I threw a rock, or I shot a bullet, or I shot an arrow, or, or I, or, or the axe flew off, and it wasn't going to hit him at all, and he stuck his head into the direction, and he basically. Took it, took it, he took one in his head on his own. In the case like that, you're entirely putzer. That's that's totally an accident. No responsibility whatsoever. All right, we'll pick it from Tanner Rabana tomorrow, Mitchum. Have a good day, everybody. Call two. This person who has shop, is, is, is it either Poshea? Which person? The person who walked into the, the shop. The person to leave the shop. That's right. Leave. That's right. So, and he stayed. Is it either Poshea? Right. So that's right. So Ain So in that case, in that case, you're putter from Golis. That's what we said. You're putter from Golis because he didn't. He, he's Poche himself. He's basically stayed there, and the carpenter had reason to believe that he was gone. So in that case, you don't go into Golis. But if it was a customer who says, you know, we're, it's closing time, please get out, and he stayed there, he says, no, you'll just you'll help me out, you know. In a case like that, he should have anticipated that the guy was still there, and therefore he would have to go into Golis. And again, the, the, when you say poshea, it's to what extent? The case of Golis is where you're not 100% poshea. It's inadvertence, right? You're in it, you inadvertently killed him, but you're somewhat responsible. We're talking about degrees here of responsibility. When you take your car into the shop, there's a big sign there that customers aren't supposed to come in the shop. That's right. Yeah. Right. So if you come in and you get hurt, who's it's your poshea? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You so you are. That's right. right. That's right. That's very clear. If you have the sign there, you're right. So you have the sign. You have to be careful. You should. You have no business in there. Right, right, right. Don't forget, we we're talking about in the case where you walked into the store, into the carpentry shop. Either in one case, he came in with permission, 
There's no sign that you can't come. He came with permission, or in the case where he came without permission, but the other guy knew he was there. Should have been more careful. Mm -hmm. To give you an example, you're right. There's someone that's responsible. But let's say you walked into the you know the work area where it says you know customers should stay in the lounge or you know and and the, but the but the guy knew you were there and he says let me show you something in your engine I'll show you what's wrong with it and then something flew off uh, you see what I mean different. okay well that's what happened over here too here the carpenter knew that he was there carpenter didn't stop all his machinery or whatever it was and say okay I'm stopping till you get out didn't do that that's why there's shared responsibility. Right now, when they have early leaflets, they go to the Palestinian saying, you know, if this is this hour, you better get out of here yeah. because we're going to bomb the area. Right. And somebody